guys welcome to vrishank blockbusters i am vrishank and today we are going to be reading visiting the village sudamurthy in the magic of the lost temple as this is a very big story i'm just going to read half of it and the next half in my next recording so let's read visiting the village half two days later moni woke up early in the morning she quickly had a bath and went to the dining room Usha combed her hair and gave her breakfast. While Luni was eating, her mother said, "My child, this is the first time that you will be away from both dad and me. I know your Ajja and Ajji love you very, 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 very much, but they are getting old. Try and help, but in the kitchen, maybe you can do things like washing the vegetables, cleaning the table, placing mats, and filling the water." Luni nodded absentmindedly as Usha continued. I packed your walking shoes, swimming costume, and two pairs of flip-flops. I have also packed a few hats so that you can use them when you go out in the sun. You don't drink water from anywhere except from the boiled water that Ajji will give you. I have kept some extra water bottle so you can carry some with you no matter where you go. Don't worry, Amma," said Nuni. "I have added some fun books for you to read." Some of them are simple stories about the history of Karnataka in India. You can sit with your grandfather every day, and he will add the add to those stories. I will call you as frequently as I can, but enjoy your stay, Nuni. I don't want to hear any complaints about you. What do you want from Delhi? I will definitely get it for you. Nuni heard her mom's voice, surprised to see you. That. Her mother's eyes were moist. "Get me whatever you like, mom," she said gently. Usha patted Nuni's head. When she had walked into the dining room a few minutes later, Usha pointed to a basket and told him, "Take these apples and oranges for your parents. I have bought two packets of walnuts and almonds for your father and two cotton sarees for your mother. She will find them very comfortable in the summer. Don't forget to give it to them now." I have also kept some paper garlands for the local temple here. Your mother was looking for them when she was here last time. Suddenly, Usha grabbed Nuni and gave her a long, tight hug before saying goodbye. Nuni didn't understand why her mother looked so sad and simply just hugged her back. Vivek uncle joined Shekhar and Nuni while they were putting their bags in the car, and within minutes, the trio were on their way to Somanhalli. Since Nuni was not used to getting up so early in the morning, she quietly fell asleep in the back seat. When she woke up, she found her father and Vivek uncle chattering about various things. I have a cousin who lives in Harihara near the Hariharaneshwara temple. We can take a bathroom break there if you want. Nuni can relax a little before we resume our journey. Vivek uncle suggested. Since there's barely any traffic right now, We may reach early if we don't stop on the way," said Shekhar. Then he turned to Nuni and asked, "Do you want to take a break to use the bathroom later? If so, we will go to Harihara." Nuni shook her head. Shekhar continued, "When I was younger, this journey used to take me eight hours. I don't know how I survived it. What was like to grow up in so many hills, Shekhar?" asked Vivek uncle. Ours was a joint family of three brothers and their families. We all lived under the same roof. 
Both my uncles were older than my father and had four children each. My father however had only one child me. So we were a total of 9 children. My mother was a patient woman and since she was the youngest wife the family made her responsible for all the cooking. My poor mother has spent her entire life in the kitchen. It was the same menu for breakfast every day, poha or upna, upma. I didn't like either of them. Sometimes though there was dosa or idli. When I complained to my mother about it, she would try to pacify me by saying that individual requests could not be entertained in a joint family. It was very frustrating for me at the time. Now I know why you don't touch upma at any of our office parties," said Vivek. Not only that, I always ask Nuni what she wants to eat for breakfast. I have told Usha to make whatever she wants and not which is convenient for us. I really had a hard time so. I know how it feels. Growing up, I had the same problem with clothing. Well, the girls had a little more freedom. All the boys had pants and shirts made of the same color and material. It was like I had a uniform at home and in the school. Vivek laughed heartily. Shekhar did not. Nuni finally understood why her dad took her to a fancy mall on her birthday every year and asked her to buy whatever she wanted. Though he would have liked her to buy a dress, Nuni usually chose leggings and a tee, and had he never forced her to change her choice. You must have had a lot of fun, though, said Vivek. To tell you the truth, I didn't like living in a joint family. Individual merit is usually never considered or appreciated in such a family. For example, um, I was very good at studies, but my cousins were not. I still we were sent to the same school. Later, my parents sent me to Hubli to study, and I had to switch from Kannada medium school to English medium. It was a big change, and I had a tough adjustment, and I, but I fared well. Eventually, I completed my graduation from Karnataka Medical College in Hubli, and my post graduation from Bangalore. After coming to Bangalore, I knew I wanted to live in a big city. There are just so many more opportunities there. How do you spend your time in summer vacations? Well, there were. Really wasn't much choice, but it's a sleepy village with a population of around four thousand. There was no summer school or workshops, and so there was nothing much to do. Amma would make a lot of papads, which needed to be baked in the sun. So the other kinds and I helped kids, and I helped her by running up and down the stairs and spreading them out in the terrace. If it rained, we rushed to cover them with plastic sheets. She would also make multiple kinds of pickles, so we had to help her with cutting the mangoes and chopping wood because all of the rampant sort shortage of electricity. There would be all kinds of errands to turn. Of course, we had helpers, but still, if we didn't work, they didn't work either. I hated the chores. Instead, I wanted to read. My limited stock of new books would finish within a week during my holidays, and did not have a library in our village. So one summer, my father gave me Kittel's Kannada's English Dictionary, which I memorized. In those days, the illiteracy rate was so high; some villagers would come to come to me help write their letters. 
Are you planning to give Noni a dictionary too? Joked Vivek. Yes, Usha has already packed dictionary in her bag, but it's not that hard. What a children's dictionary. She had glanced at Noni in the back seat. Are you completely awake now? Do you want to eat something? No, she replied absent-mindedly. She was thinking about starting work about the dictionary soon. You must have found memories of your village, remarked Vivek. Uh, yes and no. Almost all my cousins have left the village and are in ordinary jobs after their parents passed away. They wanted to sell their property and I bought it because my father didn't have want, want to lose our ancestral land. Practically, it is really big of no use to me because I have settled in Bangalore and I don't want to plan to ever move back. I don't have any friends there and I feel like a misfit. I don't like to see the dirt, dust and the bad maintenance in the village. There's also frequent failure of electricity. Now it is a very difficult for me to live there. Usha doesn't seem to mind it so much. Because uh, her father was transferred to many states and villages during his career at the bank. But still, I know that the village is not is my parents' life. Just do you have any relatives there? Yes. I have an aunt called Sarsu. She is my father's sister and settled there with her grandchildren and grandchildren. I don't think she's ever gone out of Karnataka. Then I have a cousin who owns a medical store and his son is an army officer currently based in Delhi. He visits once a year and I make sure that I meet him. What does your father do in the village? Oh, he's a very busy man. He is a trustee of a temple and whenever a wedding takes place he is called for the occasion and a newly wed take his blessings. He has a few cows and insists on taking care of them even though they only supply 1 liter of milk every day. He also grows paddy and coconuts but spends m- more money on the labor and then donates most of it to the temples. He grows bananas and gives them away to all the village children. Sometimes he sells vegetables too. He is very happy about going growing his business. Amma is another one. She can't make food for only two people. She cooks for at least 10. They have a few servants who do a little work but are reliable, paid well and even fed even better. Overall I guess you could say that my parents house lead a happy and a content retired life. Noni started thinking about Ajja and Ajji's house in the village. She had been there many times. Ajja owned a 15-acre garden on the outskirts of the village and adjacent to it were huge paddy fields. There was a small and beautiful rivulet flowing through the garden. Ajja had built a small guest house and a few houses for the workers to stay in. There was a wall around the garden but not the paddy fields. He called it his farm. Noni loved the farm. There was so much water and fresh air and so many trees. It was her dream to playground for hide and seek. It was warm by the some time when they reached the sleepy little village of Somanahalli 
Shekhar's father was standing outside in the house waiting for them along with an unexpected crowd of people. The villagers had come to see the important doctor sahib who belonged to their village. At least 10 patients were sitting on the side awaiting free consultation. As Nuni got out of the car and looked around, she noticed that Ajja was Ajji was very busy serving tea to all the patients. She rushed rushed inside to meet her grandparents and touched her their feet ajji immediately hugged her and nuni felt the warmth of a hug from the corner of her eye nuni saw mahadeva approaching okay guys for today until mahadeva approaching them so see my next recording if you want uh, which and which i'll continue until the end of the story Thank you for watching Rishan Blockbusters.